Well, hello, friends. This is Pastor Frank, and well, I'm so glad to be here. I I get excited when I know we have an opportunity to share some great things about God's love and His grace. And there's there's no better book in the whole world than the Bible. The Bible has the most exciting stories in it. In addition to knowing who God is and what God is all about, the Bible is a great book. Sometimes I think of the Bible as the greatest love story that's ever been written, or the greatest story that's ever been told. So that's why we like to talk about the Bible here. My partner Ray is with me, and we like to talk about things that come to our mind. And so we never know what we're going to talk about exactly. Although today I did mention to Peter, I mean Ray, before we got started, I said, Ray, let's talk about Peter today. Uh, so I think most people are a little familiar, even if not familiar enough with the Bible. Some people seem to remember a little bit about the story of Peter in the Bible. So I thought it would be good to talk about it. And Ray, I know you'd have a lot to say about it. There's so many ways to discuss this issue about Peter and all the experiences he had with Jesus at that time when before Jesus went back to heaven, before Jesus was resurrected, um, there it was, uh, quite an experience he had. And I think most people, Ray, would be familiar with Peter in terms of the fact that he denied Jesus when Jesus needed to be comforted. Peter denied Jesus when he was confronted about Jesus and he was accused of being with Jesus. The enemies that he was surrounded with uh, accused him of being one of Peter's, one of Jesus' followers. Mm -hmm. But immediately later, Peter denied that he even knew Jesus. You remember the story, how that went a little bit? Do you remember the scripture without looking at it? Yes, uh, <laughs> without looking at it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember the story, Pastor, and I find Peter to be probably of all the apostles mm. the most complicated one. I mean, he had different degrees of just about everything. I mean, he was bold. He was timid. He was, but, you know, we got to remember that he was a man, a natural man. And he had jealousies. He's had bravery. He had fear. He had everything. And that's what I kind of like a little bit about Peter is because he had a little bit of everything. He found himself in a position where he would have probably died if he would have said, yes, I'm one of Jesus' followers. Mm -hmm. And being a natural man, he had fear. Of course. So uh, he, he denied it. Now, Peter did not like the idea that he denied Christ. That's right. He certainly did not. But Christ knew because 
afterwards he went to Peter. But the and, question would be then, Ray, he really didn't want to deny Jesus, and I believe that. He knew Jesus. He followed Jesus. He knew who Jesus was. What put him in a position to deny to everybody that he even knew Jesus? Why did he do that? I think, again, and I'm, I'm no theologian or anything else, but I think it was fear. I do, too. I think he had, had a fear in him mm. that uh, he was... You know, he would die if he said that he followed Jesus because they were out to get anybody. That's right. I, I know sometimes we talk about the fact of all of us are different, of course. And some people, or some people we meet, maybe even some friends that we know, are big-time talkers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can talk about anything. They can conquer the world. They can do yeah. this. They can do this. They could be great salesmen, all of those things. And that's how Peter was. He was the one who said, in so many words, to paraphrase a little bit, that he would follow Jesus anywhere. He's, he said, I would even die yep. Uh, yep. for you. Uh, so he, he made this verbal confession that Jesus was the most precious purpose Mm-hmm. A person to him. He 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 followed him. He heard his Jesus words. He saw miracles. Why wouldn't he want to follow Jesus, especially when he bragged about it? But he did. He 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 bragged about it, and he failed. Yep. He he denied Jesus, and Jesus told him that ahead of time. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. But I think again. We can all talk brave, oh, I will do this, and I will do that, and I'm this, and I'm that. And But until we get ourselves into a situation like Peter was in, we really don't know what we would do. We can talk right. a good story. <laughs> That's right. But when the situation comes, that may be a different path that we'll tread so I don't know, Pastor. Well, know. It's, there's many interesting things about it. I mean, uh, here he was. I think he really meant it oh, when, sure. he, when he said he'd follow Jesus anywhere. Yep. But w- then we find out in his experience, he didn't really mean it, but he thought he meant it. Yeah. How do we explain that one? I think that's part of the natural man that we we think in our head that we will indeed do such a thing if we find ourselves in that situation. But when we get into that situation, we find out what, a, what, a, we find out what cowards we are. Is that it? Exactly right. Uh, it's like we were saying there, there's, even in the worst of people, there's a little good. But mm-hmm. even in the best of people, there's a little evil. Right. You can hear me okay, can't you? I think my earphones are not working, but I, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you okay, and you're registering here on the meter. so. And you are too. So. Yeah, so yeah. we're okay. Um, yeah, it's an amazing study about human nature. Mm-hmm. How can we be so confident about ourselves and what we will do or not do and find out that we even lied to ourselves? Well, Pastor, you are a counselor. 
and you have studied this. Yes. Now, I think, isn't there three different types of people? One is a sanguine, one is... Uh, no. Give us a little bit about that. Yeah, I'll give it to you very briefly. Well, it has been studied, uh, even from human nature, and it's very biblical, although some, especially pastors, they don't want to believe it. Um, but it's biblical because it goes way back in Christian history, going back many years back, there were many pastors who agreed with uh, temperament. Uh, that When I say temperament, many people get confused with the word personality, but to make this simple, it just means that everybody has a different way about themselves, and they deal with the world in a different way and see things different from how other people do. And that's simply because God made us that way. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking about the natural man. So when we use that word sanguine, which is the way we would describe Peter, sanguine means an extrovert, somebody who could say a lot, talk a lot. But then you have another kind of person. You have, we have people that tend to be melancholy, which makes them introverted, very quiet, won't talk too much, very shy. And then there's the other few temperaments, too. I don't want to take our time with all of that. But the fact is, there are different kinds of people. And and if we study human nature just a little bit, we could see it, and we could become aware of it, how people are different. And, and it can help us in how to communicate with people. Because let's say, for example, if you go into a crowd, you go to a party or something like that where there's plenty of people around, you can join a situation like that and and you're going to find out there are people who are really very shy. They don't want to talk to anybody and they tend to keep out of everybody's way and they'll sit in the back seat or whatever. That, that tends to be a person, God created that person to be very melancholy that way because they have great strengths as far as weaknesses. A melancholy is known as a person has a lot of love in their heart uh, for other people, uh, not necessarily all the time, but you can tell. And if you meet somebody and you're in a crowd and you see this person, he's talking to every. He's got a crowd of people around, and he's talking and he's talking and he's talking, and uh, no one else can practically no one else can get a word in there. That's the kind of person I think Peter was. Yeah, he was that kind of person. He yeah. he could say a lot. But what I was getting at is, God made us all different. Uh, our natural man is not just a natural man. Everybody is the same. That's right. There's different because it, one thing about Peter, Peter was around where they were indeed interrogating Christ. Yes. It Now, I'm like I say, I'm no theologian, but where were the other apostles? They all ran away someplace. Yeah, they the were Bible fearful. doesn't yeah. say. So... Peter was bold enough to be there, but not bold enough to say, right. hey, I'm a follower. Right. Now, uh, that's how I see it, rather than that's, that's a good. No, that's, a, that's yeah. a good point. That could be very what Could it be that when he was in the crowd, 
uh, he thought he was going to be safe. Stopped. Yeah, he didn't think someone would accuse him That's either right. of, of being a follower. So maybe he was caught off guard. Yeah, uh, there's, there's all kinds of reasons yeah, why right. he denied that he was a follower of Christ. That's right. That's but right. let's not down Peter, no. because Peter is one of the most important apostles there was. After, right. the, after the resurrection... I'm telling you, there was nobody that could beat Peter. No. Peter, he was martyred. That's and right. Everything, he really followed Christ. He did. I mean, we know that uh, he turned around completely yeah. when, when Jesus uh, uh, reached him, spoke to him, and prayed. I mean, and it was Jesus who told him, Peter, you're going to deny me. In other words, Peter's bragging yeah. about And he tells Peter, Peter, you will deny me three yep, times. Three times. Peter couldn't believe that, but that's exactly what he did. Yeah. Um, so, And Peter turned out to be one of the greatest Christians that ever lived in this planet. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, I think there's something about that, too. I mean, we can drift away here into many points about this, but the fact is... Some of the greatest people, the greatest Christians you can meet, are those Christians who have made some big mistakes, fallen flat on their face. Yep, you bet. I think almost it's a prerequisite. Mm. Uh, Mm. You've got to be. You've got to make mistakes in order to be a good Christian or the best Christian you can be. Because you've told me many times it's almost impossible to be a Christian. Right. And you're right, Pastor. You're right. To be a Christian is a very difficult thing if you do the very best that you can right. to follow the commands of Christ. That's right. And I think I said it here when you and I had a discussion in previous weeks that um, uh, the more we think was something, Oh, the more yes. we find out we're nothing. Mm-hmm. And the minute we get proud about being a Christian, then it means that we're <laughs> we have a problem. Uh, Jesus sometimes with most of us would break us down to a point where we're weak and make terrible mistakes and find out what God's forgiveness really means for us. Oh, yeah. Look at the Apostle Paul. At the end of his life, at the end, mm-hmm. you would think that he, I mean— in my estimation, the Apostle Paul was the second greatest man that ever walked the face okay. of the earth. Okay. He was an evangelist of an evangelist. Right. But at the end of his life, he's the one that said, I am the least of all the saints. There you go. That's right. I mean, I mean he, 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 yeah, he made, did terrible things, and he knows that he was growing up as a, I mean, he grew up as a proud Pharisee, he, yeah. he witnessed other Christians die and get killed and get martyred. And was and part he, of it. Yeah, he was a part of that whole thing yeah. before he became a true believer in Christ. Mm-hmm. But even after he became a Christian, he still had downfalls. Yes, he did. You know, so... He made uh, his mistakes. And he learned, over the years, he learned that he was no good. Right. That he did not deserve grace. That's right. And neither do we. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, we don't deserve grace, but boy, we need that grace. Let's not look down on other people. (laughs) We're no better than they are. No, I've made some terrible mistakes, but I'm glad I did in the sense that 
I've learned Absolutely. about God more. I know what forgiveness means. That means a lot. You bet. And I know what God's love means because I, I need all those things. I, I'm sure many people hearing us today feel the same way. Oh, sure. But not everyone knows that. Um, well, you better get to be brought low sometimes before you can brought up, be brought up high. It's just like I often, sometimes I often think for the likes of me, Jesus died. That's right. For me. For you. Yeah. It, we've said it before. It's a personal thing. It is. Jesus died for the likes of me. <laughs> That's right. I mean, he, How can he, do that? Yeah. And he forgave me. I so I can't forgive you. That's right. You have to think twice when you don't want to forgive somebody. This is what I'm saying. Right. You gotta, you gotta have a little forgiving heart here, someplace along. Yeah. And I know that I've had people in my life that have really let me down and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. all I wanted was, oh, I'll get you one way or another. I won't revenge. But you know something? Mm-hmm. The only one that that hurt was me. Right. I it didn't hurt him because he didn't even know I wanted revenge on him. He was fine. <laughs> That's so true. I was the one that was being hurt by yeah. it because I couldn't get back at him. Yeah, we have these thoughts in our mind about uh, things like that. We we have feelings towards somebody. They they either offended us or hurt our feelings, yeah. and you want to get back at them in some way or another. But what helps both of us, I think, Ray, knowing you and myself as well, sometimes God brings to our attention Look what he forgave us for that's what at the I'm cross. Saying. He knew all about us. Yep, that's that's was the all whole about key. Our sins, yeah, that's the whole key. Yeah. yeah, he's willing to forgive us, and shouldn't we consider forgiving someone else? Yeah. Uh, but yet, those things are hard for us because many times we're very natural-minded. That's it. That's the natural man. We'll, yeah. we'll never lose yeah. that natural man yeah. until we get to heaven. When we, right. pa- when we pass away, we'll lose all this garbage, and that's what it is. Uh, I, I mean, jealousy, uh, I want more money, I want a bigger house, I want a bigger car. I would, I would, it, it's just part it, of our sin nature. It yeah. just, it, We're all like that. Yeah, but we don't, I don't want it. No. You know, <laughs> get no. rid of can't, can't you help me, Lord, but, uh, get know, rid of it here while I'm on earth? <laughs> that's because we've been through enough where God had to show us uh, Remind us of what our sinful nature is like. It's not easy. So, when you think of people who can brag about how wonderful they are and what great Christians they are, and brag about all their religious duties, then you begin to wonder: Do they really know? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> do they really know what they're about? And there's a lot of. Uh Pastors on the television and pastors that even you go to church or something like that. And the people in the congregation kind of look up and mm-hmm. look up to him and say, well, he's really religious. He's really pious. Yeah, You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But way down deep, yeah, he's just right. as wretched as we are. That's right. So you can't look up to anybody that No, way. you no. can't. No, you uh, can't. Because, hey, he's talks a good talk and he walks a good walk mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. way down deep he's a natural man too he's just like he's no different from anybody else that's right he's got his sins and he does uh, his bad things too but some of them in some ways uh, Ray I think some of those pastors who have fallen who have been very sinful 
making a mistake, even when they were a pastor. They wanted to do it right, but they screwed up bad. Um, Some of them we know, maybe without mentioning names, how they repented after the terrible mistake they made. Maybe they fell into adultery or did something bad. Uh, it ruined their ministry. Uh, people were very disappointed and surprised mm-hmm. that this pious man would commit such a sin. He's supposed to be a pastor, but look mm-hmm. what he did. But it's good to know that some of those people that feel like that repented. Oh, absolutely, and, and became, became better. Uh, yeah, became, became better, better ministers. Yeah, better yeah. ministers, better pastors, and everything else. That's but right. let's not forget too. Mm-hmm. That let's take you. You're a pastor, and you have done really wonders, pastor. No, I'm not saying that because you were here. I'm saying you have really brought a lot of people to the Lord and stuff like that. Because I used to do your te- your telephones for you, <laughs> so I know for a fact. But let's say that you did something really bad. Let's say that you had an affair with your neighbor. Yeah. The world is after you like there's no tomorrow. It'll be in the headlines. It will be all over. They'll be after you like a drool on a baby. Yep. They, because you represent religion. And the world today, believe it or not, does not want religious around. That's right. They'll do anything to get rid of it. So these pastors that do this stuff, it's no different than if a guy, say your next door neighbor did it, uh-huh. it wouldn't even, nobody would even pay attention to it. That's right. That's but right. He, but a he's pastor a, or somebody in the religious community do it. Boy, I'm telling you. He's expected to live up to his calling. Absolutely. And he is. Right. You know, there's no getting around it. Well, that's why some of these pastors have really repented and have came back stronger than what they were. That's right. Which shows you that uh, life can be a school of learning. Mm -hmm. Uh, We make mistakes, we fail and fall, but God is teaching us through those things, hopefully to make us a better person when it's all over. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, What's that... What's that word? I keep forgetting and I keep asking you all the time. We're in a learning process. Yes. What is that? What's that word that sanctified? Oh, sanctification. Sanctification. Yeah. Well, sanctification sometimes comes a lot hmm. through our failures. Oh, yes. We fail, then we learn. Yeah. We fail, then we learn. Yeah, that's right. That's right. When God saves us because of what Jesus did at the cross, we go to him. And we might have a born-again experience because Christ is in our heart and so forth. Um, but it, we're only beginning to learn what it means to be a Christian. That's right. And we're only beginning to learn what sinners we are. Yep. Although I just came a Christian, now I'm more aware than ever that I <laughs> have done wrong things. That's right. Just because uh, you accept the Lord into your heart does not mean perfection. That's right. By any stretch of the imagination, because right. you'll never reach perfection. Yeah. Uh, if B- Billy Graham was not a perfect person. No. I mean, none nobody of these. Nobody was. Nobody right. was. Christ. That's but, it. Th- but there are people like, you know, like you were just saying, too. Some people, 
can look up to great preachers and great men of God who have oh, done one sure. and make them to be almost perfect when mm-hmm. they're not anywhere near perfect. No, no. no. So, Their righteousness, too, is like dirty rags. That's right. Even with that. And some people don't like to hear that. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, some people have favorite preachers, or yeah. favorite pastors, favorite priests or whatever. Yeah. Only to find out they're not different than anybody else. They aren't any different. That's uh, no. And that's why when we see some, there are pastors that I truly love. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're one of them. <laughs> but I mean, there's pastors on TV. Very yeah. few of them. But I really enjoy their message and stuff like that. But I don't. I still say to myself, "Hey, he's no better than I am." Right. I he may that, know yeah. a lot more. Uh-huh. Biblically, theologically, uh-huh. historically, uh-huh. he may know a tremendous amount more than I do. That's right. That's but he's no better than I am. No. You know he's sin a sinner. Yep. He's still saved a sinner. by grace. That's it. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I think it's important to always keep that in mind um, that we're equal in the sense of having a sinful side of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've never been perfect. We never will be perfect until we go to heaven to be with Christ. But maybe many things that will teach us so much is the fact that, yeah, sometimes we make some terrible mistakes, but God taught us something. But I don't want the people listening to this program to think that they don't, <laughs> you know, that we're all doomed for hell because we're not. You know what yeah, I'm we saying? Yeah, we all There's good people. There's good people, and there is Christ by his shedding yeah. his blood. That's right. That's where our salvation yeah, that, comes that's in. That's right. That's but right. that does not make us perfect. And please, anybody listening to this, don't yeah. think that we're all <laughs> negative here because no. we're not. Because we know, as you just, I'm glad you brought it up that way, because we know people that we can be jealous of because they're such godly people. Oh, absolutely. And committed yeah. Christians. Yep. We're yeah. just simply saying they're not perfect, though. That, that's right. Um, but I, I think we've got to keep that in mind. We don't want to run down the everybody. <laughs> no. We're all sinners. Oh, that's no. all we're saying. <laughs> oh, that, that's why this program <laughs> yeah. kind of uh, yeah. hints that we, we don't have yeah. a prayer here. That's right. Well, that's <laughs> why if, if we advertise people to hear our broadcast, we could say, you want to hear a couple of sinners? Uh, <laughs> that's you know, right, yeah. These guys are really wicked sinners, <laughs> and they listen to them, you'll get find it's interesting, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess, well, we're all human, as we opened up the broadcast with that. Yeah, yeah. We're all human. Ray, let me uh, make a quick announcement. Folks, you're hearing us on Spotify, but just to remind you, we are on other Christian radio stations especially Maine and New Hampshire. We're on Internet stations. You can hear some of our broadcasts on our website. We also are attendants in the Burlington community. Uh, we're active at the, um, what's the name of our church? Uh, the Abundant Life. The Abundant Life. No. No. I'm, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, made hope. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I was yeah, thinking yeah, of the church. I know. I know. <laughs> it's Mount Hope. Mount Hope, we attend Mount Hope Church, which is not a perfect church because none of the churches are perfect either. They're full of sinners. That's right. Um, So if you want to meet other sinners who try to be good people. But that is a good church, though. It is. It is a great church. Right. And the preachers there are good people, really are. Yeah, we have lots of good friends. 
at, at Mount Hope and also have a Christian school there for children. So we recommend that to you. Uh, but there are many good churches, and there are many that are not so good. So you have to seek for yourself a good Bible-believing church mm-hmm. that preaches the cross and preaches God's love and grace and what forgiveness is all about. If you need any more information about these things, you could be in touch with us. Ray and I were always around someplace, and uh, you could probably see us someday at a coffee shop. That's where we're going right now as we close this broadcast. Uh, let's go out and have a cup of coffee somewhere and uh, talk about good things. Thank you for hearing us. We'd love to get a message from you. Uh, if God touches you with any of these things we discuss, we would like to know about that. And we could get back to you if we thought we could help you with a prayer need or anything that we could help you with, uh, both Ray and I both. We would both love to be there for you, pray for you, and share with you the amazing love of God at the cross where Jesus died for you is a symbol of the heart of God and his love. He died for you. He died for me and Ray. He knows that we are sinners and he forgave us for our sins. Ray, would you close in a word of prayer? Yeah. Heavenly Father, thank you for the thank you for uh BCAB. Uh, the Burlington Cable Company for giving us this space and these uh, instruments here so that we can indeed evangelize to a certain degree, Heavenly Father. And I always want to give thanks for Pastor Frank, who has been a pastor for, I don't know, 40 years, 50 years, (laughs) something like that. And And the knowledge that he has so that we can indeed I put these I'm broadcasts like on. Yeah. Yeah, Is that his name? Right. Yeah, Methuselah. <laughs> Rip Ryan Winkle or something. Yes. And we thank you always for the love that Jesus Christ gave us on the cross. Let us never uh, forget that or ever diminish anything that he did on the cross because we only have the tip of the iceberg to know what indeed he did for us. But that is enough to keep us on the straight and narrow path to the best of our ability. And it's in his name that we give thanks. And as I understand it, Ray, anybody could send us a message a message right here on Spotify. It would be great to hear from somebody. Oh, sure. Thank you, friends. Until the next time. <laughs>